Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm really excited for you to meet our guest today, Jennifer Urezio. We are going to talk about fear, intuition, and connection, and how those things might play into our planning. Jennifer is an amazing human. I'm going to tell you all about her in one minute. But before I do that, I have two quick announcements. First of all, make December matter. It is amazing content. The purpose of it at its like very smallest piece is to help you plan your holiday season, how to simplify it. That's the very beginning. That's like the tip of the iceberg. We talk both about simplifying your lifestyle and we also talk about creating a meal plan that really serves you. And then the whole rest of the experience is all about tools that you can use throughout December to really feel your best, to really be your most present, um, and to just ride this month out with grace and ease and joy and all the things. And then with that space, with that ease, there is all this content that you can utilize in December that are gonna, is going to really help you look forward to 2021 and envision and dream and make a plan for 2021. And I think you're going to love it. It is 14 conversations with 14 amazing experts. I have to say, they're not all conversations. I would say there are, I'm going to get this wrong, but there's probably six or seven conversations. And the other ones are more classes, like a yoga class that is just geared toward this time, a journaling class geared toward this time. Such good content. And with it comes a 100 plus page workbook slash journal slash planning book that has all the questions that you're going to need to answer to go through this month with so much excitement for what's to come. So I'm super proud of this body of work. It's been amazing to see how it's already impacted so many lives. So if you want to go check it out, go to makedecembermatter.com. All right, that is that. The second thing I want to say is that If you're already like, great, December feels like it's flying by and actually I want more. The doors are open for Flow 365 2021. And this is really the ultimate experience I think that I offer or the most accessible ultimate experience. I definitely work with people one-on-one. But Flow 365 is, is the thing I feel so, so, so passionate about. It is the accountability, it is the friendship, it is the um, container for you to really show up to what you want most. And I want you to go read all about it at plansimple.com slash flow365. And by the way, all these links are also in the show notes. And see if it's of interest to you. It is like 
the best money spent because I give so much more than you're spending. And it's really about planning and then showing up to your plan. So making a plan for what it is that you really want, getting support, all the support you need to do that, and maybe to do that in a different way than you've done that in the past. And then if you have done any planning or have had any dreams that you feel like the time is just always slipping by and you're not doing them, you're going to really get the support that you need to show up to them in a different way. That's what it's really about. So go check it out if 2021 is the year where you're like, I have got to get through this craziness and I need to do some really important things in my life, with my kids, in my family, in my home, with my work, whatever it is that you're working on. And I would say actually all four. And of course, because I am focused on what I'm focused, we do focus some on the food and how the food and your own self-care really supports all those other things that you might want. So go check that out. If you sign up soonish, you actually get bonus weeks. And if you really sign up soonish, then there are still two spots left for a half day private VIP bonus with me, which is super exciting. I've never given that away before. In fact, the the cost of that would be equal to the cost of the whole program. So I'm so excited to give that to the first people who signed up. There are two more spaces left, but anyone who signs up before January 15th, which is when we officially kick off, you're going to get so much bonus content around planning out your 2021 and really leaning into this season that we're in right now. So that's all I'm going to say about that, which was more than I was even planning on saying. So let me introduce you a little more formally to Jennifer. Jennifer Eurizio specializes in helping people connect to themselves, to each other, and to the divine. She founded a new paradigm, Soul Language, which provides guidance for understanding our true nature and tools for accessing deeper levels of awareness. This new insight into how the soul expresses itself is being embraced by top healers, lifestyle coaches, and CEOs all over the world as a method for helping people recognize their purpose and live from a place of power and truth. And I have recently got the privilege of doing some work with her after we did this interview. And I have to say that what she does is amazing. And I also have to say, go check out the show notes because you can link over to her world, which she will share as well in this episode. And she just launched her very own podcast as well, which is so exciting. And I'm in one of the initial um, episodes, so you can go hear her question me after you hear me question her, which I think is always a fun um, back and forth. So with no further ado, let's get Jennifer on the show. Jennifer, welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so, so excited to have you here today. I am thrilled. It's going to be an exciting time, and um, I've really been looking forward to it, so thank you for allowing me to be a guest. Oh my gosh, so fun. And it's funny because when I'm planning out this show, I'm always trying to balance out what we're talking about because when we're talking about planning, we're always talking about this balanced plan and flow stands for food, lifestyle, OM, and work. And it's funny because I believe that that little OM piece is one of our most important pieces that we plan for around here. And I'm always the most excited about talking about it. And I'm always the most like tripped up. So I feel like <laughs> this conversation is going to solve that little, that piece, which I'm super grateful for at the time of, that this is going live, because I think it's 
such an important place to be right now. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that everything becomes a lot easier when you're in that state of OM, when you're in that state of deep connection. And I think so often it's easy to move into the doing, yeah. you know, as a human to control, well, what can I do? Let's do something so I feel better. And uh, it doesn't work like that. And, you know, I think what is really important for people to know that it's a dance. And so often they judge themselves because they're not like what they judge about everything else, because they should be there, they should be doing that. And, and that puts on a lot less own, and then you're actually really behind the eight ball. So yeah. I'm excited to talk about this as well. Yeah, it's funny because it's planning and that sort of connection time, I feel like are these two tools that I actually think we as women might do the best <laughs> like and better maybe than our male counterparts. <laughs> um, and we sometimes think of both of those things as a waste of time when in fact, actually what I feel that they're doing is they're sort of speed dial, like they're speeding up time for us. They're making things go faster. It's just, we have to have that pause to really you know, align. So let's talk a little bit about this. We were talking a little bit before we went live um, and I think I want to start with the fear piece, actually, because I, I hear that so often um, in our community with people in Flow 365 and in my own head, to be honest, like, <laughs> I feel like fear is just one of those things that comes up and is sometimes reasonable and sometimes pretty unreasonable, right? Like it's coming from some place that we just can't explain. So let's let's dive into that a little bit, like what it, what it means to feel safe and how we can better understand this as we're learning how to really tap into our intuition. Yeah, I think most fear is created in our own head, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that it's a human condition that we've developed because we were used to being chased by bears. And so we're not being chased by bears or dinosaurs or any, not that dinosaurs and men were at the same time, people, I know the difference. But um, so that doesn't happen. We're not really chased by bears anymore. So we tend to be on this kind of looking where all the exits are, making sure we're safe, kind of in control. And a lot of our fear is really about the past or the future. And we can't do anything about those two. And so we get on this cycle of fear and it really, it probably always has a big theme, right? So mostly that big theme is I need all of this to line up so I know that I am going to be safe in my body and or I am going to be safe. My people are going to be safe. And it's really about, the fear is really about not feeling comfortable in the unknown, which is what trust is all about. And so I think so often we are creating our fear cycle based on all of this illusions in our head. And the point is, is to pause and to go, okay, how can I, can, can I connect to that thing that is much bigger than me, that knows that I've never been hurt, that knows I will never be hurt and really come from that place. But that takes a lot of practice, Mia, a lot of practice and a lot of pausing. Okay. And what are we doing in those practices and pauses? Can you give us a, like sure. a tip or two? <laughs> you want to try it? Sure. Okay. So I want you to take a deep breath and you're going to get on the bus with me, meaning I'm going to use words you might not understand. You're just all going to get on the bus with me. So here goes. Right here, right now, divine intelligence, my body, connect me to that part of me that has never been hurt, that knows that I'm always safe, that I'm whole and complete. 
And then when you're ready to share what happened for you, Mia. Hmm. Interesting. Well, look at that. That wasn't much. We dove right into that one. Um, I sneak up on you, Mia. <laughs> I know. Right. So I felt just sort of like a wave, I think of warmth in my Good. body. Yeah. Perfect. I so think that was the easiest way to explain it. Love it. So next time you're in the fear cycle, you just pause and you reconnect to that part. And then you keep allowing that to grow and grow and grow. And if you have to do it a million times a day, you do it a million times a day. But when you're in that, oh my God, fear cycle, if you pause for your wave, right? And go, yeah. okay, wave, I'm there. What do I be? What do I do now? Yeah. Right? So you're making a decision based on that part of you that's never been hurt, that never will be hurt. Yeah. Right? And that's hugely powerful. And I love that you just used that word decision <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly sharing a lot, like more than probably everyone's probably sick of hearing this unless you are new here. But to me, all planning is, is making a series of decisions. Like that's all we're doing is we're just deciding a little bit in advance what we want, because when we get to the point where we're doing something new or we're trying something or we're getting to the next level and that fear kicks in, it's harder for us to make like a logical choice. And so I love this idea of the pause and like making that choice and then being able to move forward into it because so often that's hard. That's really hard for us in, yeah. in the moment. Exactly. And here's a little thing the, to win this game called life. It's all about the decision, right. right? It's all about, listen, that's our greatest gift. Our greatest gift is free will. And what free will really means is we can decide that we're whole and complete connected to whatever we call our higher power or that we're separate. That's what free will is babe. like across the board. So it's all a decision based on, oh, wait, I'm connected or I'm not. And so when you're connected, you really understand in a bigger way that a challenge, a blip isn't about you. It's just about a challenge, that it's something to move through, not something to fight against, rally or run, all fear in the body, right? And again, it's a delicate balance and it's a delicate dance. And the more you practice it, the easier it gets. And when the little challenges come up, you're not all running around like a chicken without a head. Right. So when the big challenge comes up, you're a little ahead of the game of practicing being in that connected place. All right. So let's just go back a few steps because, you know, admittedly, I feel like I have some practice in this intuition, like, you know, ten, five, 10 years ago, you might've caught me by surprise doing that exercise on me, but you know, I'm, I'm in a different place now and that feels relaxing and normal. So there, I'm just thinking there might be somebody who's listening who doesn't always trust the intuitive, the whispers, the intuition, the voices. So how, how we tell them, we go back a little bit to that exercise and just this idea that we are, that we do have these intuitive whispers. We do have, we do know, we don't have to get it all from the outside world, especially I feel like right now in yeah. the current moment, we're the getting a world, lot yeah, of input crazy. from the outside world. Yeah. So what do we do with that? Like how, how do we, you know, we're going to go back and everyone, I want everyone to listen to what, what Jennifer walked me through because she was walking you through it too. I want you to see what comes up for you. Um, but if, if people are new to this, what would you say to them? Yeah. I think it's about remembering those times where you heard that whisper, where it was right on the money. 
Mm. I think so often people are focusing on the whisper that they heard where it didn't pan out. And I'm going to tell you, it didn't pan out because the whole universe has free will, not the universe, universe, big cosmic universe, but every human has free will. So there are a lot of choices that other people make that aren't accounted for when you have that intuitive moment. So take a moment when your intuition was spot on and it really just dealt with you. So I'll give you an example. So I was at the airport and I have a lot of things that I have to do through check it through and I'm there and my wallet's blinking at me and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't pay attention now. Intuitive moment. Should listen, right? No, no, no. So I go through checkout. It goes through smoothly. I'm coming up on like this refrigerator with water bottles and the water bottles blinking. And I was like, no, I got water. Again, not listening. So I'm like, fine. So I go into my purse to get my wallet. And guess what? It's on the counter, right? Oh. Right? So I go back and the woman, everything was there. The woman's like, we've been calling you for half an hour. Not only that, I didn't hear my own. I didn't hear the loudspeaker, right? So if you can take one of those moments where you heard it and it followed through or you didn't hear it and it, you understand why you could have followed through, right? it's really key to building up trust. Another way to build up trust if you're not used to hearing that guidance is simply ask, what do I need to know today? Tune into your heart, jot down some notes, go about your day, come back at the end of the day and go, oh, here's why I needed to know that today. And do it for a while because sometimes you're not going to know, Yeah. right? And sometimes you're going to see it very clearly. I think what people, when they don't trust their intuition, it's because they're in their head or they don't understand their database. So they're getting information, but because they want it to look like someone else's information, like they see on TV, they're not even aware they're getting information. So it. make it a lab experiment. Have fun with it. I love that. All right. So I'm just thinking of like where we are in the space-time continuum. Like, so we're, you know, we're in the midst of kind of a crazy time and we're heading into a holiday season. And for me, this is a trigger for a lot of people. I feel like especially uh, people-pleasing women <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, or, or women who, you know, or those, you know, people who've sort of, um, maybe you have kids and you really want to do everything right for them or, you know, for your family or whatever. And we're just in this very unique holiday season where we have this virus around us, you know, so much, so much is going on that's different. And to me, I feel like it's an opportunity. I know I'm like in the, in the small group of people who feel like it's an opportunity, but the one thing I felt pretty consistently ever since, you know, we've been home is that it's almost like we're being forced inward, you know, and, and for me, it's a very comfortable place. So, so I've been kind of having fun hunkered down, but um, you know, that is not true for my extroverted daughter. Um, and so just let's talk a little bit about the holidays. I mean, how can we use this time to maybe change things up in a way that we haven't changed things up before or, um, do things differently, or I don't, I don't even know. I just, let's, let's talk about that and see what can we come up between the two of us. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's really important during this time that you take the time to really understand what your values are, what, mm. you know, what are your core beliefs and values and core beliefs are different. Ooh, let's talk um, about that. 
Well, you know, like those core beliefs or, or those, those values that are what I call also needs are those things that if they are not in your life, you will feel like you're dying. And I'm not talking about food, water, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm talking like, for example, to me, if I don't feel free, that's a core need, a core value of mine, then I feel like I'm suffering. I'm dying. Right. Right. And those, those values, those needs can't be fulfilled externally. They have to be fulfilled internally. And then the world bends in that direction where belief systems are different, where you can sit down and have a, converse, a, a dinner with someone who believes differently than you do if you profoundly accept that individual, right? Where the need thing, it's, a, like, it's drawing the line. You can't be in relationship where someone who's directly going against your needs. So there are two different things. So I think it's really important that people understand what those two things are. So they can really go, okay, here's how I want to spend. Here's how I want to connect with people. Because your circle is bigger and smaller all at the same time. Yeah. And you want to really spend time with people who you truly connect and truly have that connection with and or where you can love a part of them and let go of those other parts. So for those that are introverted like me and you, it's really about going, okay, how do I satisfy my own value, my own need going into the holiday season? And then really what can I do or build around that? Who do I want to invite into that circle and really listen to your body? You know, I think the body is a great indicator of when you're like, yay, or like, oh, right? If you feel like you've lost a quarter plasma around someone, don't hang out with that person, right? Or if it's family member where you have to, in quotes, then you have to profoundly love yourself through that experience. So this gives everyone an opportunity to increase that love bucket for themselves. If you're extroverted, you kind of don't care who you hang out with, right? I mean, extroverted people like, they'll just talk to anyone. Especially probably right now, right? Because right. they've been cooped up for a while. <laughs> My best friend's an extrovert and I'm like, really? Do we need to know what color socks you were wearing? Like, just <laughs> right? So that is also about really, you also want to know your value and needs when it comes to communicating and spending time with people. Because I think extroverts can, you know, hang around people and then now they're not getting much as a high. And if that person that they're spending time with isn't really uh, allowing that key nurturing, they're going to feel a huge letdown, right? They're going to be like, oh my God, I got to spend time with people finally. And it's those people, right? So they have to also understand their needs and wants and really understand what they want out of community and out of connection time. And the last thing is, you know, we all kind of have a great party line about if we don't want to do something this year. I mean, you know, thank you so much. But because of the world situation, I really feel that it's really just important that the family just stays tight to this year and connected by itself, right? And then you can start working on how you say no. I think a lot of us are going to get in a lot of opportunities just to say no and not have to explain ourselves or give very little explanation. Um, 
I was watching Sybil, the old show the other day. And uh, Marianne, which is Sybil's best friend, was like, no, I don't want you to be family. I want you to be my best friend. Because if you were family and you gave me an ugly bowl, I would have to keep that bowl out. (laughs) And I think that's true. And yet, you know, this gives you an opportunity to say, I love you. And what's best for me is this. And I hope you can understand. And it's also about letting go of how people view you and people pleasing. So it allows a lot of people to build a lot of skills. And when people don't know how to communicate, look up nonviolent communication and it will give you step by step about how to communicate what your need is and if that person can fulfill it or not. And it gives you a good script about how to talk to people. And I think that's key. I think people need structure. I love that. And I, um, I just think that it's such an opportunity. <laughs> like, I, I feel like the holiday seasons, you know, we have a big retreat um, in mid-November to really clear the space for our listeners to, um, you know, open up December so that you can really see what's coming up in the next year, like to be able to tune into your in- intuition. And so I feel like every year, you know, we're talking a lot about what to say no to this year and how to make it simplified and how to like not do quite so much and how to like let go of one thing at a time. And I feel like this, like all it takes is practice. So if you want to blame it on a pandemic, like, oh my gosh, what an opportunity to just practice and see what it's like on the other (laughs) side. Right. And then you've cleared your slate. If you don't like it, you can go back to all the you know, other stuff next year when life maybe is hopefully back more back to normal, but you've gotten to practice and see what it's like to not have to do all the things that, you know, have been adding up over generations. Right. Cause that's what this, this time of year, I feel like it's one of the most potent times of like everyone's past behaviors having built up <laughs> into this okay. thing that we're now fulfilling. Agreed. And you know, you also have to be very gentle with yourself. Yeah. And if you say yes and you mean no, you get to go back and no, I mean, you know, my mom's like, are you coming here for Thanksgiving? You're, you're coming here, right? And I was like, I guess. But I'm like, why are we even talking about Thanksgiving? I'm like, it's not even my birthday yet. Like, yeah. normally that, right? I'm like, I guess. But I was like, mom, I, I guess. But I don't know what's going to be happening four weeks from now, right? right? So if you're like, she, I'm in New Jersey. She's in New York, Westchester. I'm like, if you guys are a hot zone, no offense, but no. Right. Like, I love you. And I like to be alive. So, you know, let's see what's going on, you know, and it's also, you're allowed to take it moment by moment basis, right? The turkey will still be in the supermarket, you know, (laughs) on Wednesday that, that, you know, before Thanksgiving and, you know, just allow yourself um, the opportunity to make a decision when you want to, not when someone's demanding it of you. One of the first traditions that we made, we're new friends, Jennifer and I, so she doesn't know this, but one of the first tradition, one of the first big changes I made when I started deciding that I was going to change up the holidays was I asked my kids who were, you know, this was 10 years ago, so they were much younger, 
well, let's just make on Thanksgiving the food that you're actually thankful for and want to eat. And so like for the past 10 years, we've been having like sushi and making dumplings from scratch and, you know, doing all these, cooking all these things. We have a lot of food allergies, so we don't always get dumplings and we don't always get fresh bread and we spend time making those things. I don't, I think maybe there's one year where somebody decided they wanted to try a turkey. But other than that, we haven't had it in a while. <laughs> I love that because I don't eat, like, I don't like turkey. Yeah. <laughs> so, right? Like, and then, you know, it's my mom's, we're Italian. So my mom was like, okay, like she'll start menu planning probably already. Yeah. She'd be like, okay. I'm like, mom, stop. I'm like, please don't make all that food. I was like, nobody eats it. Like, and then we take it home, which is great. Cause then we, but I, I don't need it. Like that to me is not, you know, I think so often we are used to tra- tradition, right. That doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And so we're, you know, we're hyped up on the details of tradition. We're missing all of the groovy stuff. That's really what it's about spending time with people. So, you know, let's get a pizza and hang out. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, and and to me that every day I remind myself that that's the gift of right now is like, what are all those things that we just do because we think we're supposed to. And to me, the meaning of everything that's happening right now is really like, stop, <laughs> you know, pause, look at what you're doing. Like what is actually serving you? What is actually helpful? What is actually, you know, a good practice. And it's, it is sad to see businesses closing around us and, you know, kids not getting together. And there's also just so much, like, I see so much more in our house of what really matters and yeah. what's always really mattered, but we've been too busy to like see it. Exactly. And also, you know, don't take responsibility for what people's decisions are, meaning, you know, don't take responsibility for how someone else wants to do mm. their stuff, you know? And I think so often we're trying to, you know, do something in order to, for someone else to feel better or feel right. And um, if people want to kind of do their thing, let them do their thing, but you have to step out of that energy, which again means that you have to kind of come into that knowing that you're safe, be, feel connected. So you know that it's perfectly acceptable and it is your right to say no to things. I love that. I love how we got to safety from there. Actually, that feels very full circle. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So I feel like everyone has a lot of tools, but this, this has been great. And I feel like a lot of what you do in your work is actually also to do with really how to fill up that, that bucket once you've created this space. True. Yeah. I mean, you know, what I teach people is to find line their connection. So, you know, then consciously create from that connection, whether it's, you know, they have a big mission and want to be a big service of the world to, you know, creating a more sustainable life, which is all the same, actually. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's really about co-creating with the how. I think so often we're trying to co-create with the how through control and make things happen. And that's not how manifestation works. You know, it works in a totally inflow way if you allow it and step into that rather than trying to create from will and fear and demand. Love it. Flow has so many meanings. I'm so glad it's the name of my planner. <laughs> Love that flow. All right. So tell everybody how to get in touch with you. How, what's the best way to get a hold of you? How do we find you? Why would we find you? What, what are we looking for when we come to your site? <laughs> 
So the best way is at soullanguage.us. There's a lot of free fun stuff there. You can, anyone can have a discovery session where I'll identify one of your core energies of soul. That will give you tangible tools to create more consciousness in your life. And that creates more fun, more bliss, whatever you want more of. Um, I've got a lot of free audios. You can sign up for a newsletter. And if you have a question, you can email me. I answer my own email and I pick up my own phone. I love it. Thank you so much. That's amazing. And um, I'm excited for my little session to figure out what my my core things are. So I'm excited to do that with you. So I hope some listeners um, take you up on that offer. Thank you so much. And the the link to that is in the show notes. So anyone who wants to go take Jennifer up on her offer, you can go find that link in the show notes. So anything we haven't talked about, any parting words before we we end for today that we haven't talked about? Yeah, I want everyone to remember that they are enough. And I know that's Mm -hmm. kind of a moving target. But so often we are creating, we are making decisions, we are trying to create our flow through the opposite of lack. And when you start to have a willingness to know that you're enough flow finds you you don't have to go out and kind of make it happen can you can we can we go a little farther on that one actually even though i know that i said that was your parting thought (laughs) so tell me a little bit about enough so so i think i know there's someone listening who's like but i want to be more than enough oh that's very interesting so more than enough or enough is a spaciousness, right? So often people create from restriction. So right. when you create from enough, you're creating from more space. Yeah. So the more that you, you know that you're enough, the more that space will open and open and open and open. So again, enough is a moving target, right? Right. But a lot of people create from the not enough. They believe that they're unworthy. They're, you know, lacking. And so if you want to create for more than enough, if you just focus on that you're whole and complete or that you're enough, what's going to happen is that space inside of you is going to expand. Yeah, I love that. And I think the reason I asked that question is because what I find with um, when we're doing the work of planning and finding flow is that women dream about this thing that feels so abundant and feels so much more than enough. But then when we go to act on it, we actually end up in that contraction space because of fear, like back to the other side of not enough. And so there's this disconnect that we want this thing that feels so much more than enough. And so almost feeling enough doesn't feel like enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I love the, the idea that really all you have to do is get back to enough. <laughs> and if you can get there, then the doors sort of open to what it is that you really want. Yeah, you want to pause and you want to create from the expansion rather than the retraction. So if you're, then you're feeling restricted. If you just ask your divine intelligence, your body, because that doesn't have free will, by the way, your soul does. So if you ask your body to, to put you in the consciousness of enough, what you're going to ha- notice is you're going to expand internally, that the, everything around you will feel more open. And you have to practice it. Yeah. And you, you have to p- keep practicing it and noticing, again, it's a dance. And if, you know, I think so often people want instant fix. This is not instant. Flow, it you keep spiraling up in the flow. So when you're feeling restricted, that's a, that's a signal that the soul is calling out for more. So the soul is always going more, more, more. And I think the humanness hears that as not enough, not enough, not enough, right? And so as you create more expansion, you're going to go up in the, the spiral. But the telling of that is the restriction. 
I love it. I love the spiral. I talk about the spiral all the time too. So I think that's a great ending point. So thank you so much, Jennifer, for your time. I hope everyone goes and looks you up. And this was such a fun conversation. Yay. Thank you. All right. At the end of every episode, I always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is where real change happens. And the cool thing is that action doesn't have to be huge. It can be the little things that add up over time. In fact, We find around here that it's much more impactful when it is the little things, because when we take it all on at once, we tend to have a limited amount of time, space, and energy, and something always happens, and then we're derailed and we're back to square one. Whereas if you add one thing at a time, one doable thing at a time, at the end of a year, you will have 50 new habits, things you do, things you've tried things that you've really put into action. So here are three from this episode. And again, if you're new here, welcome. I always choose three doable changes at the end of every episode so that you can pick one and take that one and really play with it, fit into your life, see how you can make it work for you each week. Okay, here we go. Number one, pause and listen. We get messages, but many of us have trouble hearing them. Pause and ask yourself, what do I need to hear today? Then pause and listen. Go back to this practice throughout your day. Now, here's a hint. If you're going to make this a doable change, the thing that you want to do is you really want to create time for that pause. Don't focus on the listen. Focus on the pause. Create some quiet moments throughout your day when you could hear what your intuition has to tell you. All right, number two, tune into what you know. Do you ever dismiss your intuition because you think it's always wrong or you don't have that gift or whatever your thought is? We all have it. That's the secret. But start to learn to trust yourself by thinking about a time or times when your intuition was 100% spot on. Connect with that feeling and that space in yourself as you listen for your own inner wisdom. Now, this could be done in a week by just allotting yourself some time every morning to write down some of these moments. What was something big you did and why did you do it? And if you haven't connected that back to your intuition, that's okay. But there's probably a point when you were like, oh, I should do that. That's your intuition. That's the moment that we want to get you back to. So see what you can uncover by going to your past and see what you can uncover about that in terms of understanding what it's like to listen. All right. Number three, notice in your body. Start noticing what your body is telling you about you, about people, about situations. Your body is such a great indicator of whether it is time to make a change, enforce a boundary, or create some space, or go all into something. Our body knows, and a lot of times we will feel it things in our body. Just think about the pit in your stomach, the warmth running through your body. All those things are your body's signals that something is right or wrong. All right, super excited for these three doable changes, especially at this time of year. All right, I hope that was helpful and I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.